Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Post 20 Podcast. My name is Evan. I'm joined by the same folks who joined me last week, Jack, Zach, and Jeremy. I'm going to quickly run through the results for week four before I give everybody the floor. Um, Week four, we had the Jaguars take on the Bengals on Thursday night. The Bengals won by just three. They did not cover, unfortunately, but a really good game. They fought back hard after going down 14-0, Trevor Lawrence and Urban Meyer. We spent the evening fingering some co-ed's asshole at a bar. Um, Titans Jets ended with the Jets on top in overtime, uh, 27 to 24. That fucked just about every single person I know. Can't believe the Jets won. Zach Wilson looked pretty good, to be honest with you. Um, so it was a good bounce back result for the Jets. Good to see that they have potential in some places, um, but I think that they'll be back down to earth next week. Where the Lions take on the Bears, Lions. Covered that 10.5 alt spread that I was looking at and praying for. Um, but the Bears were victorious. The Justin Fields led Bears, won by a margin of 10. Uh, fantastic result for the Bears. They needed that desperately. Lions continue to be strange. Colts beat the Dolphins. Colts were the dog in this game. They wound up winning by 10. I think this was a lock. I think most of us figured this. Jonathan Taylor had a good game. Wentz looked okay. Um, but more than anything, the Dolphins are just a poor, poor team. We had the Browns beat the Vikings by 7. I thought the over was in play here. It was not. This game ended 14-7. Good result for the Browns. I was positive that they would win. It wasn't on the Vikings whatsoever. I just think that Kirk doesn't get it done when it matters, and this game did certainly matter. Great result for the Browns and Baker, although he didn't look so hot. We had Washington take on the Falcons and defeat them by a margin of four. This game was fucking insane. Um, J.D. McKissick diving over the pylon at the very end. Broke off a run. Fantastic, fantastic touchdown. Awesome uh, game to watch. High scoring, 64 total points. And it was back and forth the entire game. Heineke and McLaren had some really good synergy going on. And I think overall, um, that was one of my games of the week. I had a very, very fun time watching it. Texans nil, (laughs) Bills 40, Bills battered the Texans, I can't believe that it was by 40, Um, a absolutely monster fourth quarter with 21 points to the Bills, Uh, just just absolutely sailed the Bills forward, and there was no chance that the Texans were were ever winning this game, Davis Mills, 87 yards, four interceptions, what a stat line, Um, just about 50% on his completions, really, really poor for them, but Josh Allen looked great. Um, another interception. He is throwing interceptions. I don't know if he's going to clean that up or not, but 40 nothing. I mean, you can't complain about that. Giants Saints ended with the Saints on top in overtime after Saquon Barkley had a pretty, pretty solid game. Um, I know at the end there, he ran a really weird um, wheel route and, and dimed Danny Dimes. I mean, he, he was on it this game. He looked really good. When he doesn't turn the ball over, he is a solid quarterback. That's his biggest problem. So really shitty for the Saints. I think they should have won this game. They were in the driver's seat for the first half, and they let it go like some bastards. Chiefs 42, Eagles 30. Um, Eagles did not emerge victorious at Lincoln Financial Field. The Chiefs came to town and absolutely battered them. Although I will say the Eagles' offense looked fantastic. The only thing they need to do, I think, um, is clean up those offensive penalties. And I'm sure Jack will get into that later because I know he has he has thoughts on it. Uh, Mahomes, five touchdowns, 278 yards. 
Just an amazing game. Clyde rushed for over 102 yards. Tyreek had one of those near 200-yard games with three TDs. He was all over the place. And they just cannot, you know, Slay just cannot um, hold up with these guys. Big play Slay. He gets fucking torched all the time. I'm not a fan, but poor result for the Eagles. Great for the Chiefs. They needed that one to get back on top. Panthers-Cowboys ended with the Cowboys victorious by eight points Cowboys offense looked absolutely unbelievable so high powered that third quarter they put up 20 points to Carolina's zero Donald looked good threw for 300 yards just couldn't get it going enough um, to defeat the Cowboys early on it's a shame they came back there at the end but too little too late uh, Cowboys again you know just looking so so good Zeke had 143 yards of rushing on 20 carries with a touchdown banger Amari Cooper had a good game with three receptions for 70 yards and a touchdown um, and then Schultz and uh, what's his name? The other guy, Jarwin. You know, the, the, the two tight ends there, they, uh, they are dangerous as well. We had Seahawks uh, beating the 49ers 28-21. to We all called this one the San Francisco 49ers suckage needs to stop. Jimmy G got injured in this game, so we saw um, Trey Lance get some, get some snaps under center. Under 57 yards and 50% completion percentage, two touchdowns. So he looks good. Debo broke one off at the end, and, and that was a, a really nice touchdown. Cardinals beat the Rams. I told you guys it was always a Cardinals money line. They won 37-20 to 20, um, at the uh, stadium, at the new uh, SoFi Stadium. That was a, a great game. Just another, you know, example of high-powered offenses, especially the Cardinals just going crazy. James Conner is back in action. He's scoring these touchdowns. Chase Edmonds rushed for 120 yards. He looked amazing as well. And then Kyler had himself a relatively solid game on the ground and um, also uh, in the air. We have Steelers-Packers next. Packers won by 10. Big Ben and the Fraud Parade continue to march through every city. They visit, and the Packers are rolling. Aaron Rodgers looks fantastic. The only thing I can say about the Steelers is that Najee Harris is a grown fucking man. Uh, he is a fantastic talent, and I think that he will be or will continue to be a fantastic talent. He either needs to get off that team or he needs to get himself a quarterback who understands what they're doing younger. I don't know if it's Haskins. I don't know if, if they can get somebody else, uh, but they need to get somebody else in because Roethlisberger is not going to do it here. Deontay Johnson's back. Good good, uh, good game from him. Well, Ravens-Broncos ended 23-7 to in favor of the Ravens. Really, really good game. Lamar threw for 316 yards. A couple Mondo throws. Um, Hollywood Brown caught an absolute fucking dime. He dove and then he called God. Cousin of Antonio Brown, perhaps. Um, really, really good for them. Ravens look good in this one. Uh, Teddy, unlucky result. Broncos fall to three and one. Uh, but I think that they'll be, you know, they'll be hanging around. I don't think this is the end of the Broncos. Okay, we have Buccaneers Patriots. That ended 19 to 17 in favor of the Bucs. Brady could not cover for us. Uh, he had a relatively decent game, but it was raining, so it was hard uh, for these guys to catch balls. Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, uh, and Chris Godwin all had some <clears throat> some solid passing numbers. Mike Evans, the most out of all of them, with 75. And the Bucks just barely escaped the uh, escaped the Pats at Foxborough, but they'll be happy to have uh, gotten that under their belt. And the last game of the week, we had Raiders 14, Chargers 28. Zach's Bolts battered the Raiders early on, um, just just all over the place. I mean. That, that team, that Chargers offense, is stacked all over the place. They have so many 
options. Austin Eckler rushed for 117 yards and a touchdown on 15 carries. Jared Cook had 70 yards. He was the leading uh, leading receiver here, and they just have so many options. You know, if you don't want to throw the ball to Keenan or Mike Williams, you throw it out there to Cook, or you throw it to fucking Eckler. Um, there's just there's so many different ways that these guys can um, can get things done, and they are a team to certainly watch out for. So a fantastic result for the Chargers at SoFi, even though the stadium was filled with Raiders fans. Okay, that's it. Um, thank you guys for listening to me drone on with results. We'll go ahead and get into Week Five. Um, guys, do you want to talk quickly about how your bets went while I set up a, uh, a new spreadsheet for us? Yeah, that's fine. Um, I'll go first. What's going on guys? Jeremy back again for week five. Uh, pretty choppy last week in terms of betting. Had some good picks, you know, we all wanted the Seahawks over the Niners, um, the Ravens over the Broncos, you know, the lines like that. I feel like I did pretty well with my big hurt was the Rams. I mean, I'm still in on the Rams for the season run here. I think they're going to be good. Um, Washington football team, we did call a bounce back game. Um, I don't necessarily I'd call know if I'd call that a bounce back game. Uh, they have some of the best defensive linemen I've ever seen in my life, and they refuse to blitz, so I'm not really sure what their defensive strategy is going forward. But um, I'm kind of out on them after watching them play the Falcons. Um, if anyone else wants to chime in on how they did this weekend. Oh, what's up, guys? Zach back here. Uh, it wasn't a bad weekend, mostly just ruined by the Lions not covering it. Um, I had nine and a half, actually, with my teaser, oh. so they couldn't cover the nine and a half. And then um, the Titans obviously probably screwed a lot of people throughout the world. And other than that, I mean, Galvin Kamara touchdown score screwed me a bit, but other than that, it wasn't too bad of a weekend. Jack, how'd you do? Uh, I mean... Not too bad, but I mean, my lock of the week hit, which was the Jonathan Taylor touchdown and the Colts money line. I mean, that was probably my best bet of the week, and that's why I chose it as my best bet of the week. Uh, besides that, I mean, it was okay. Nothing crazy. Yeah. Um, it was just an okay week for me as well. I hit a pretty fat one um, in the late slate. I picked all four games right, and after uh, the Titans sold me. I mean, I was I was due a couple thou if the Titans won. I, I picked most of these games right. I think I was 12-4. and four. Um, When I looked back at my slips, I picked 12 of the games right. So I was pleased with the way that things went for me. I ended positive this week. Um, I, I had a 25-er on the late slate with, you know, the Seahawks were dogs. The cards were pretty uh, heavy dogs. And then I think it was Packers and Ravens. And they, they, weren't, they weren't super favorited. So I hit that, I uh, hit like 25 for 350 or something. That was a good one. Um, but, you know, it sucks, man. I wish that these earlier games, I, I just need to stop betting on so many of them because I, this is like two or three weeks now in a row where I've just missed by, by one leg. And it's not like a leg where I took a gamble. Those hit. It's a leg where the team should have absolutely won. There's no reason for the Titans to be losing to the Jets. And just when the Titans get off my shit list, they're back on. Now two weeks. Now for two weeks, I can't bet on them because that's just what happens. If you burn me, I, I give you some time off to to, to consider. Um, so we're going to go ahead and get into um, these games. We have week five coming up. Thursday Night Football is going to be an absolute banger. We have the Los Angeles Rams taking on the Seattle Seahawks. This game is in Seattle, I think. Fairly certain this game's in Seattle. Um, Rams are 
Currently, the favorite, they are two and a half point favorites. I think that line is low, to be honest with you. I don't think the Seahawks win this week. I think the Rams know that they have to get back on track after that really kind of disappointing loss to the Cardinals. I think that the Rams do win. I think that they cover as well. Um, so I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Rams money line. I'm not gonna touch the spread because you never know. But the Seahawks don't make it close late. So I'm gonna take Rams money line at minus one thirty four. Um, what do you guys think? Uh, yeah, I'm you know I'm a big Rams guy this year. Um, I didn't think their defense looked necessarily great against the Cardinals, but the Seahawks are obviously a little less explosive of an offense. I mean, Russell Wilson isn't gonna be running it around like Kyler, and DK's been virtually non-existent all season. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna ride with you. I'm going Rams money line. Okay. Zach, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to go with Rams minus two and a half. I just think they're a much better team than the Seahawks. Obviously, like you guys said, the Seahawks aren't good at uh, finishing off games. So if they have the lead, they won't keep it. And I think Ramsey will neutralize either Lockett, DK, possibly both. I mean, their defense is very good. And uh, Chris Carson being questionable is also a big factor because Alex Collins is their backup. So regardless, I'm going Rams minus two and a half. Okay, cool. Uh, what do you think, <clears throat> Jack? Yeah, I'm going to agree with you guys here. I think I'm going to go the Rams uh, negative two and a half it was, right? Yep. Um, I just, even after the loss last week, like you said, Evan, it's a bounce back week for them. Even in Seattle, I mean, I think it's going to be a great game to watch. It's probably the best Thursday night game of the year besides the opener. It gets uh, the Thursday night games going too. Uh, but yeah, I just think the Rams will bounce back here. I think the Seahawks are good, but... It's just the Rams have a way better overall team and should be an easy win. I agree. All righty, we're all in agreement there. We have the New York Jets versus the Atlanta Falcons in London at 9.31 uh, a.m. Eastern time for us. Wow, this game is stinky. I don't want to touch this game. Um, I think this is one where you're just kind of shooting in the dark. I don't know what's going to happen. My body is telling me Falcons because I don't think that the Jets win two in a row. That's virtually obscene or virtually unheard of um, at this point in the Jets' existence. So I think for me, I'm going to take Falcons. I'm just going to take Falcons' money line because for them to cover is minus 115. For them to just win straight up is minus 164. I don't need that extra 50 points in value. Um, so I'm, I'm going to take, take Falcons' money line minus 164. How about you, Jeremy? Yeah, um, yeah, horrible, horrible football game. Two, two uh, teams that aren't quite uh, as talented as the rest of the league. <laughs> yeah. But um, I'm going to take Falcons minus three. I'm going to take the over. And I'm going to get up at 8.30 in the morning, have myself a nice mimosa, and watch some horrible football. I can't wait. Me too. I'm so excited for it. And it'll coincide right with uh, Premier League games too on the weekend, so that's going to be really fun. You're going to take Falcons minus three and uh, over 46 and a half, correct? Yes, sir. All righty. What do you think, Zach? I am going to ride with Jeremy and also be on Falcons minus three. Don't think the Jets can put up a decent football game back-to-back. They're just not a good enough team yet. Uh, Falcons have pieces on offense, obviously. And I'll go with Falcons minus three and Corderell Patterson touchdown. The line's not out, but he scored three last week. Should, should get it in again. Yeah, he's having quite a season for himself. I mean, he was a utility guy his, pretty much in his entire career. 
Um, you know, had a pretty solid career with Minnesota, but he looks revitalized. I mean, he looks absolutely insane. So explosive, so strong. Um, just such a just a fast back. Um, what do you think, Jack? Oh yeah, I mean, I'm gonna take the Falcons here, negative three two. Uh, I don't think the Jets are that good. I mean, I think that was a fluke last week. I think the Titans are missing so many pieces on offense with AJ Brown and Julio. It was a, it was just a tough game. And you know what? Give credit to the Jets. It was a great win for them. They get back up on their feet and for solid a uh, new head coach. I'm going to go Falcons negative three. I just I just don't see the Jets winning two in a row. And then I'm also going to take a Calvin Ridley touchdown. Okay, cool. All righty. We have the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Carolina Panthers next. Ooh, I didn't know this week, this game was this week. Uh, Eagles open up as dogs. Panthers are three-and-a-half-point favorites at minus 114 currently. Ooh. I think this is one of those games that I really don't want to touch. I know that the Panthers have a better record, but I'm really curious to see how these two QBs match up against each other. Hertz did look good last week. I think he looked good. I think the Eagles offense struggles on penalties, which I said I'd let Jack talk about, so I will. Um, I think that my money is going to be on... I'm going to alt it. I think that this is a touchdown game. Um, I don't bet on the Eagles much. You guys know that I'm a, a very realistic Eagles fan uh, as far as the fan base goes. I'm, I'm in a, a very small minority. Uh, I think Eagles plus 7.5. I think there's value there. That's minus 195 if you want to put it in a parlay or a teaser. Um, I think that there's value there. So I'm going to take Eagles plus 7.5 alt spread. I'll be curious to see what you guys think here. And, and Jeremy, you're a Panthers fan, so go ahead. Yeah, um... I'm going to take the Panthers, um, but because I do think the Eagles are good, don't get me wrong. Well, I think they're better than people give them credit for. I think Jalen Hurts has looked pretty good. Yeah. Um, but Sam Darnold has looked electric. I thought he was going to be serviceable as a quarterback. He's looked electric. DJ Moore looks good. There's murmurs that there could be some Christian McCaffrey um, snaps this week, so that would be good for the Panthers. Yeah, our defense got exposed last week against the Cowboys, but they also have arguably the most electric offense in the league. They look unbelievable. And what surprised me most about the Cowboys, we'll get to them later though, was their defense, but that's besides the point. Um the I'm gonna end up I'm gonna tease down as well though. Uh, I'm gonna go Panthers minus two and a half, just because three and a half gives me horrible vibes, you know. Someone's gonna kick a game winning field goal or something and then I'm yeah. still gonna lose. I agree. So so give me Panthers minus two and a half. And I do think this is going to be a great game, especially for the one o'clock window. Yeah, I agree. This is one to keep your eye on, ladies and gentlemen. Zach, what do you think? here? I personally am going to keep it at three and a half. I think the Eagles have a gr uh, good offense. They they obviously do. They, they're putting up points every week. But um, the Panthers defenses look great. And the Eagles need to be able to stop their opponent to keep it close. Uh, they proved that the last two weeks, obviously, and their defense can't stop anybody. And if McCaffrey does have a chance to play, then this game should be a blowout, in my opinion. So I'm going Panthers minus three and a half. All right, fair enough. What do you think, Jack? Yeah, um, I'm calling me crazy. I'm going to ride with the birds this week, plus three and a half. Uh, you know what? They play the Buccaneers next week in Tampa Bay. They're going to get their shit blown out there. Uh, I don't know. I feel like their defense is really bad right now and their offense does look pretty good with Hertz. Um Hertz is definitely not living up 
to any height, but like he's he's proven that he he can be a decent quarterback. Um, I don't really have much reasoning here. I just have a feeling. It's more so a feeling here with uh, Hertz and the offense. But yeah, I'm just gonna ride with the birds plus three and a half. And how you were saying with the penalties last week, I mean the Eagles had like four touchdowns called back. I mean I don't I I think it was some bullshit calls. Uh, I don't think they would have won, but I mean they had those three touchdowns not called back. I mean they would have won that game. So yeah, well and and here's the go ahead go ahead. I didn't know you were no. You're good. You're good. You're good. Um, I don't. I don't know if they would have won that game either, but these are penalties that you just, you can't, this can't happen every game all year. They can't continue to let it happen because th- this game may not have been winnable, um, even if the TDs didn't get called back, but there are going to be games where these penalties cost them cost them wins. Um, and I think that we're going to continue to see it. There, there just doesn't seem to be enough order um and and things like that there's i don't know if it's if it's sirianni i don't know if it's play calling or or what but they have to figure that out because that is going to at some point whether it's this season or next season if sirianni's still there it's it's going to cost somebody something very serious and i think that they need to figure it out because over the past four games it's been fucking abysmal uh, you didn't see it so much in the first game against the Falcons, but the past three, I mean, they have been abysmal. They have to figure that out, and if they want to keep it close, they need to make sure that, that things are sharper here. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if 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 those penalties don't happen, I mean, Jalen Hurts is right behind Mahomes, so the most touchdowns passing in the league. It's, of course. It's, ridic- it's ridiculous. Like, it really is. Like, it, it's just... These, like you said, these this stuff just can't happen. And maybe the may I mean I think the Eagles are still one and three probably, but yeah, I, I, it's just it just sucks. It's ugly. It's just ugly yeah. to watch. It's ugly to be a fan of and and have to. I don't make excuses for it, but I'll tell you, there's a lot of people that do. Um, yeah. Okay, we'll move on. We have Miami Dolphins at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Dolphins are not getting sucked this week. <laughs> um, Tampa Bay is a ten point favorite as they should be. I am not high on the Bucs right now. I'll be honest. Uh, I think that they win this game. I think that they win this game by a touchdown because it's the Bucs. But but Miami has always been Tom Brady's kryptonite through his entire career. Um, the play callers in Miami and the defensive schemes in Miami have always stopped Brady. I don't know what it was um, when they were when he was part of New England, but the the Dolphins always like. Once a year, they would come out and play the Pats really fucking tight, and I I can kind of see it happening here. I can I I think that this Bucks team is too talented to not win by a touchdown, but I would I would be really careful with this game, guys. If if you're if you're gonna bet heavy money on it, which I don't advise, I would just say be careful. You never know what's gonna happen, um, and I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go against my own advice, of course. Um, and take Bucks minus six and a half, just because I think it'll be dry, and I think that Brady will be out passing uh, again after kind of a slow week against the Pats. I think Bucks six and a half. There's some value in it, so I'm going to take that at minus one seventy. That's an alt spread, by the way. Jeremy. Yep. Um, if the weather, if it's not pouring and looks like a hurricane outside, like it did at New England, um, yeah. which threw us all for a loop, I'm sure. As I don't, as I don't know, um, but I wasn't checking the uh, Sunday weather uh, last Tuesday when we recorded. But 
Um, I think the Bucks should hit, get rid of the Dolphins handedly. Give me the Bucks minus 10 and give me Tom Brady over one and a half passing touchdowns. He threw zero last week, so he's got to get back on the board here. So Tom Brady over one and a half passing touchdowns. I don't know if that's available on FanDuel. I know it is an option on DraftKings, which is, is where I take. Okay, and then we're going to take the minus 10. Cool. Zach, what do you think? I, I really want to take Bucks minus 10, but after just seeing the tweet come out of Bruce Arians saying that Sean Murphy, Bunning, and Carlton Davis aren't going to be back anytime soon. And I know that the Dolphins don't have very prolific receivers, and Jacoby Brissett is most likely still under center. Yeah. But I think, like you said, the Dolphins have always been their kryptonite, and I think they can keep it close enough. Because in order for the Bucks to blow people out, they need to have their offense on the field most of the game. And I just think with those two corners out, it won't be able to happen as uh, as much as they hope so. So I'm going to go with Dolphins plus 10.5. Okay, cool. Um, Alrighty, what do we think? Jack. Yeah, uh, I mean, like Zach was saying with the injuries to the secondary for the Bucks, you don't love to see it. But, I mean, then Will Fuller's uh, injury case, too, with the Dolphins, they lose him. So that leaves them the Waddle and Parker pretty much. I don't think it'll really affect anything. I it's a it's a tough spread. I mean, the Bucks are by far a ten times better team. It's very tempting to take them negative ten and a half, but I think I'm gonna go the safe route and join you with the negative six and a half with the alt down for the touchdown. I mean, this game could get ugly, so yeah. but just play it safe, you know. Yep, sure. I totally get that. Yeah, if you're gonna put it in a parlay, just alt it down, boys. Don't 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 rely on a ten point spread. Giving you guys that. Usually a mess. Not the Bills last week, though. They covered. Um, okay, New Orleans Saints versus the Washington football team is next. Fuck the Saints. The Saints are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. They fucked me last week. I'm not betting on them this week. I'm going to go with the Washington football team. My guts are telling me to go with the Washington football team. It's a two-and-a-half-point spread. Stay the fuck away from the spread. Um, I'm going to take Washington money line. They are plus 112 on that money line, and I really like their chances. I think that the quarterback situation in New Orleans is worse than everybody is is acting uh, like it is. I just think that there is no trust in Jameis at all. You guys saw that last week. Taysom Hill took a lot of snaps, um, and he looked good. I just don't—I I think that they, they got the wrong QB— in New Orleans, they should have, you know, they've, they've had these other guys. They should have stuck with Teddy. Like, if they want a game manager, then they should have stuck with Teddy. You cannot turn Jameis Winston into a game manager. It's not ever going to happen. I don't care whether he gets 10 surgeries on his eyes and can see, you know, 50 miles away. It doesn't matter. It's his brain. He's not a game managing quarterback, and that's fine. Not every team needs that, but, but that's not what Jameis is. That's what the Saints need as of right now. And he's not the guy there. So until they figure that out, until Jameis gets benched, um, I'm fully out on Jameis. I don't think that they're they're going to win a lot of games, and I don't care how good their defense is. I'm going to take Washington football team money line. Um, what do you think, Jeremy? Yeah, I know. Um, before this, I did just say I don't like the way Washington defense is looking. Um, but there has been a lot of people talking about how they don't blitz. Um, so maybe you know they changed their defensive scheme a little bit this week. Um, but like you just said, Evan, Jameis Winston, you're not that guy, pal. You're After not. the first week, everyone thought he was the man. Oh, the Saints, they're going to be the best team ever created, blah, blah, blah. They're horrible. They're so bad. They're so bad. After week two, they have looked horrendous. 
Give me the Washington football team money line. Taylor Heineke, absolutely electric. I love him. They're going to whoop up on the Saints. Washington football team money line. All right, beautiful. What do you think, Jack? Or Zach? Uh, I mean, this game is pretty much just a toss-up. Both teams aren't fantastic teams, obviously. And, Evan, you're spot on about the Jameis Winston game manager thing. That's just not what he is. But with that being said, Kamara didn't score last week, so I expect him to have a pretty solid week this week. And I'm just going to pretty much flip a coin here and go with Saints money line. Okay, I think that's fair. And the Saints could be back this week. You know, they're, they're streaky. They're really strange. I don't I don't ever feel comfortable betting on them. And I could see them winning this game. It's totally possible. I'm just out on them. That's that's my reason. What do you think, Jack? Yeah, I mean, you know, Jameis, it's, it's, you can see Sean Payton trying to make him like a, like a game manager, like you said, like a guy that can stay in the game, like this and that. But that's just not what he is. Like you said, he's just not that... It's like, but obviously Sean Payton's scared to his fucking shit that he, he, if he lets him do it, he can, he'll have five interceptions in five minutes. Yeah. That type of shit. Like, you know, that's, that's the point here. Like it's, it's tough. And then also like Jeremy said about the football uh, team's defense is they just gave 30 points to the Falcons like that. Uh, And the Eagles gave up six. That's just like a weird example. Like that's just crazy. Like, so this is just another toss up. Uh, I think I think the Saints can bounce back here, so I'm gonna go Saints. Uh, negative two. I'll just take the points. Is it negative two, right? It's minus two and a half. I think two and a half. I'll take the points. If they do win the game, I think they win by over a field goal. So I'll just take the better odds and the spread, even by a little bit. Okay. Take them negative two and a half. Saints minus two and a half. Cool. Yeah. Okay. And just to cut back in here real quick, uh, now that I looked at the over underline, the over is definitely something for people to consider. I don't know how you guys feel about that. 44.5, that seems low with the way uh, the football team's defense has been playing. And with the way Heineke plays at the quarterback position, they seem to be moving really quick on offense. So that could definitely be in play as well if people want to consider that. I think three touchdowns apiece and a couple field goals, I think it's certainly attainable or achievable in this game. Um, over at 44 and a half minus 110, certainly, uh, definitely worth a look. I agree with Jeremy. Okay. We'll move on. We're split on that one. So that'll be, uh, that'll be the thing that separates us. Uh, we have Tennessee Titans versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Titans are only a four and a half point favorite. Oh, I don't want, I don't want to touch this fucking shit. I don't want to be, I don't want to touch it with a 10 foot pole. I don't want to be near it. I don't know what to expect. I don't like the over-under line at 48.5. I, I don't know where I stand with that. I don't know where I stand with the money line. I'm not betting on the Jaguars. It's just not happening. Um, I'm going to go with Titans 4.5. I like it. I am not going to bet that in real life. I assure you I won't bet it. It's a no-no game. But I'm going to take Titans minus 4.5. I just think that that's too low. I don't care who they're missing. They're better than the Jags. Um, what do you think, Jeremy? Yeah, I don't care who is or isn't playing for the Titans. I want you to call up everyone you know, tell them take out a loan, put it on the Titans right. minus four and a half against the Jaguars. You'll pay back the loan next week, and you'll have some left over. The Jaguars horrible. Urban Meyer, who knows what he's doing? He might be drunk at the game. Hey, I'm sure he is. Trevor Lawrence hasn't looked phenomenal. James Robinson's finally getting involved, but they're going to be down too much that he's not going to do anything again. He's going to have two fantasy points and ruin my season once again. Um, but Titans, minus four and a half. Derrick Henry, that's all they need. I saw reports. A.J. Brown off the injury list. 
Julio Jones, I don't know. He's always on the injury list for the last four seasons, but he somehow plays. So they're going to steamroll the Jaguars and win by probably three touchdowns. I'm going to say it now. Okay. All right, so you're on Titans minus four and a half. Go ahead, Zach. I'm going to side with you guys. Go Titans spread here. The Jaguars are a complete disaster. I mean, there's just no chemistry in their locker room. Obviously, nobody wants to trust Urban Meyer anymore. And uh, Trevor Lawrence hasn't proved himself to be a – I mean, obviously, he's going to be a quarterback in this league for several years, but he hasn't proved to be a winning quarterback yet. And like Jeremy said, all they really need is Derrick Henry, and it's just an added boost that they can get uh, A.J. Brown and Julio back. So I'm going to go with Titans minus four and a half. All right, cool. Uh, Jack? Yeah, I'm going to agree here with you guys. Uh, I, it's it's weird that it's only negative four and a half, just how bad the Jags are and then how good of a team the Titans are. But also after last week losing to the Jets, obviously that puts up some concern for the Titans. But uh, pretty simple here. I think it's another monster Derrick Henry game. I'm just going to go Titans negative four and a half. Alrighty, we have the Detroit Lions versus the Minnesota Vikings next. The Vikings are currently an eight and a half point favorite. This is a trap, I promise. We thought last week may have been a trap with Lions Bears. I'm telling you right now that this is the week the Lions cover this. I think the Vikings are awful. I actually think that they're awful. I know that you guys don't agree. I think Kirk is awful. I don't think that he gets things done when he truly needs to. This is a division game. Um, and I just, I like I like the Lions to cover, plus eight and a half. Um, I think you guys could tease it down for value at 10 and a half. You saw them backdoor the Bears last week. I think that that is certainly um, a possibility here. And I, you know, I could be totally wrong. The Vikings could come out here and absolutely smoke them. I just don't think that the Lions offense is going to turn the ball over. Um, as much as they did last week. And I'm on Lions 10.5 all spread at minus 125. So that's that's where I stand. What do you think, Jeremy? Um, yeah, well, good news is um, that my Lions' last winless team um, is still alive. Yep. Um, but what hurts is that I did pick the Lions last week. <laughs> um, yeah. But I'm, I think I'm just going to go with you. Give me the Lions 10.5. I made the mistake of doing 9.5 last week. That clearly didn't work out for any of us. Yep. Um, so give me the Lions 10.5. I don't – the Vikings are never a blowout team. No. They're never a win by like 25, 30-point kind of guy. So give me the Lions plus 10.5. I agree. Okay, cool. What do you think, Zach? I'm also going to do the alternate with the Lions plus 10.5. They uh, screwed me last week with the 9. And they have kept every game close other than last week. I mean, you can call a 10-point game close, but they didn't cover the 9, obviously. And uh, I do agree with you. The, the Vikings stink. I think they can win games here and there. This is a game they'll win because they should. But I don't think they blow them out, so I'll go with Lions plus 10.5. Beautiful. Jack? Yeah, I'm going to take the all down at 10.5. Uh, I was also on the Lions money line last week, believe it or not. That was just future. Um I, I don't think the Vikings defense is that great, and I think that's what holds their team back. Yeah. Uh, their offense is obviously electric. With, I mean, Dalvin Cook's question mark every week because he's always banged up. But, I mean, obviously Jefferson, Thielen, they'll put up points. But even the over is a little interesting just because both defenses aren't that great. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to alt down the lines. I think they're hungry for a win still. I think they keep it close, and 10.5 10 is uh, great for its value. 
Okay, cool. Alrighty, I can't believe that we're all betting on the fucking line. To be honest with you, that's insane. Uh, we're doing it again. We're only going to be let down. We have the Denver Broncos versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. There is value to be had in this game. The Broncos are minus 104 on the money line, and they are one-and-a-half-point dogs. So Steelers are the favorite here, one-and-a-half points. Crazy, I think. This line's crazy as fuck. Um, I like the Steelers. Uh, they were on my shit list last week, or they've been on my shit list for two weeks now, so they're off. I hate them. I hate Ben, but I think that the Steelers have to win this game. There is no way that they're going to let themselves fall to one in four. I don't think that they're a playoff team, but I don't think that they're going to let that happen. I like Steelers um, to cover one and a half. I just don't think the Broncos are ready to do it yet. So that's that's kind of my reasoning here. Uh, Steelers looked not great against the Packers, but I think the Packers are a really good team. So I don't want to use that as the litmus test. I'm going to take Steelers minus one and a half. Uh, the odds on that are minus one five. What do you think, Jeremy? All right. So here's what I want everyone to do. You got to watch Teddy Bridgewater's status all week. And if he doesn't practice come Friday, take your 2004 Corolla, drive it down to the used car lot, sell it cash, put it in Fanduel, put it all on the Steelers. Drew Locke might be the worst quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. He his most His most famous clip is him dancing on the bench. The bench. That's where he belongs. Teddy Bridgewater belongs on the field. If Teddy Bridgewater still concuss and can't play, the Steelers will not lose this game. I don't care if Najee Harris plays quarterback instead of Big Ben. They're still winning the game. So Drew Locke, quarterback for the Broncos, you automatically take the Steelers. Give me the Steelers. I'm just going to go money line just because I don't really like the one and a half. Just give me a money line, and I'm sure I'll probably be parlaying them with the Titans money line just for a little more value too at some point. Okay. Jerome Steelers money line. Lovely. Uh, what do we think, Jack? Or Zach, sorry. Hello. I'll, I'll just go because I. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I don't think Zach heard you. Um. So yeah. Uh, like Jeremy said, it all depends on the Bridgewater health. I'm not banking on it, so I'm gonna ride Steelers money line here too. Anyway, how disgusting that sounds with Big Ben, dude. I mean, he he's just <laughs> he's awful, he's terrific, dude. I mean, he even had Juju mad this week on the bench. And when do you ever see Juju mad? He's always making TikToks on the sideline. I know, and. It's just like, I don't know, the Broncos, I don't think they're, like, fake, but, like, their defense is obviously top and top and top 10, top 5 in the NFL. I just, Drew Locke is horrendous, and if he starts, the Steelers should have no reason not winning this game. Yeah, I agree. All right. Uh, okay, what do you think, Zach? I hate both of these teams. Uh, the Broncos' defense is not top five. It's not even top eight, in my opinion. They didn't play anybody and then showed what happened last week when they would play someone. And like Jeremy said, if Drew Locke is in the game, the Steelers might win by 40. So I'm going to actually alt it up. It goes Steelers minus 2.5 for plus 100. Okay, cool. Oh, I liked it. Can we all agree that the Steelers just need to man up and trade for Deshaun Watson, or what's up with that? No, no, they yes. do. They need to immediately. I mean, under... Rapist for rapist. Yep. They, yeah, right? they need to do it now. I mean, there's, this, there's, there's a no better time to do it than right now when his value is low. Um, to just get him in, and he's been rested. You know, he's yeah. he's had all this time off. Like, I bet you Deshaun Watson would come out and just absolutely fucking slaughter. He's just a oh, more he's a more developed Hurts. That's all he is, and he's he's so good. Yeah, him with Najee and Deontay 
Oh my goodness, I would know. they be on fire? So people that he was running the league offensively last year with just Brandon Cooks. Him and Brandon Cooks, that was their whole team. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. And Will Fuller before he went out. But, I mean, it's fucking crazy. I, I just don't understand how he's not playing on a team. Uh, okay, we have the Green Bay Packers versus the Cincinnati Bengals next. For some unknown reason, the Packers are only a three-point favorite. I think that the Packers are going to fucking slaughter this Bengals team. I don't care. I don't think Joe Burrow is is even close to Aaron Rodgers. I don't care what kind of weapons he has. I think that the Packers are just going to run fucking riot on the Bengals. I'm all over it. Packers money lines minus 164. I'm telling you guys right now, alt the, alt the Packers to 6.5. They're winning this game by a touchdown. There's not a doubt in my fucking mind. Um, Packers minus 6.5 is plus 150. Those odds are unbelievable. Alt that shit down. Fucking hammer it. Packers minus 6.5. What do you think, Jeremy? I absolutely love that bet. I just looked at that line for the first time uh, all week, the Bengals-Packers line, and my jaw dropped. There is no reason for Aaron Rodgers to be minus three against the Cincinnati Bengals. Are you kidding me? Give me the Packers minus three. I'm going to be tailing you on that minus six and a half, but I'm not going to take credit for it as my pick. So give me a minus three. And I'm also going to take the over only because the Packers – Defense has looked absolutely abysmal every game. So Aaron Rodgers will put up 35. You know, the Bengals might put up 21. Right there's our over. Yep. All right, beautiful. What do we have, Zach? I am going to be on Jeremy's side here on both. Uh, the Bengals are 3-1. and one. Obviously, they're getting hyped for it. People are calling Burrow Jesus. And uh, they just beat the Jaguars at the end of the day, and they are not even close to as good of a team as the Packers and Joe Mixon is hurt too. So that adds just another thing, another issue for the uh, Bengals this week. So I'm going to go with the over and bang and uh, Packers minus three. Okay. Beautiful. Um, all right. Over Packers minus three, Jack. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to agree here with the Packers. This line's crazy if you really look at it, but it's understandable because the Bengals have looked, I mean, they were losing 14 to zero to the Jags at halftime. So it's interesting, but they scored 24 and answered after that, so it's tough. But I like the Bengals. I like Burrow. I like their offense. Uh, and then Zach said Mixon's probably going to be out, so that that hinders their run game a bit. But I, I just don't see how the Packers don't cover negative three, you know. I, I, I got to take it. Okay, Packers minus three. Love to see it. All righty. So next we have... The New England Patriots versus the Houston Texans. Um, Pats are currently an eight and a half point favorite, which uh, I don't know. <laughs> if you can tell by my reaction, I don't know. I don't like that. I don't like eight and a half for a team like the Pats that's very young. Um, did they look good against uh, the Bucs last week? Yes, they absolutely did. I think that we needed to see that from Mac Jones. It's given me a lot of confidence in him. I was kind of riding the train last week, but I'm really, really um, thinking that, that the, the Pats have been playing well. I think that they're they're actually better than their record. I think that they beat the Texans too. Uh, I think they beat them pretty well, but I don't want eight and a half. I, I just... I don't like that. I like six and a half better. It's safer. It's minus 150 uh, in terms of odds. So I'm going to alt down. I know like all of my fucking spreads are alt this week. 
Um, but I'm going to take Pats minus six and a half alt spread. I love it for a parlay. What do you think, Jeremy? Yeah, I'm going to be following you on the Pats minus six and a half. They may not be the best team in football, but if we remember correctly, Davis Mills' stat line at halftime this week was one for seven, <laughs> three passing yards, two interceptions. That I could go out there and give you more yards than that. Three yards in the half? Come on. So we're going to go with the Pats. I'm going to alt it down with you. Minus six and a half. As long as Davis Mills is behind quarterback for the Texans, I will be fading them all year. Yeah, I just want to let everybody know that uh, Cookie, who's been on the show before, says Texans plus nine and a half. Uh, that's the most ludicrous bet I've ever heard of in my entire life. I, I urge you all not to take that. Um but I just want to let everybody know. What do you think, Zach? Uh, this is this is obviously a terrible game to bet on. Um, I'm actually going to back Cookie in a way here oh, and go brother. <laughs> go alternate Texas plus ten and a half. I don't think the Patriots are a great team yet. Mac Jones is still a game manager, and uh, yeah, they don't have many options to get in the end zone very often on offense. And I think the Texans, if they can. Just score two touchdowns in this game. I think they'll make it within 10 points. So Texans plus 10.5. 10.5, it's crazy because sometimes if you look at 9.5 versus 10.5, like it doesn't feel like that much of a difference, but that is where these bets are, are made um, and, and then broken sometimes. I think 10.5 is just a safety bet, and your odds are okay at 10.5 too. You know, It's not like it's, it's awful odds. I can, I can understand it. But I would advise against eight and a half. I hope no, none of you are doing that. Uh, go ahead, Jack. What do you think? Uh, yeah, so it's a pretty shit game, but <laughs> yeah. the te- I mean, the Texans are freaking <laughs> terrible, man. Davis Mills, dude. I mean, call wall with this guy. I mean, they picked him up off the streets in the preseason. Uh, I'm going to alt down, too, with the, uh, you guys and go uh, Pats, negative six and a half. They just were neck and neck with the Bucks, so... Anyway, their weather was a little shitty, and I think that played a little bit of part in it. But still, I mean, you got to give the Patriots uh, their credit where it's due against the Bucks last week. It's a really good game, uh, ten times better than the Texans. The Patriots defense is still pretty decent. I just Davis Mills is not going to do anything. I, I don't even know that guy's going to get a win in his career. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go six and a half uh, Pats here. Okay. We have the Chicago Bears taking on the Las Vegas Raiders next. Raiders are a five and a half point favorite. Um, I'm going to take five and a half. I don't need to touch it. I like the Raiders. I think that they bounce back after that game against the Chargers. I don't think that they're all that good, the Raiders. Um, I think they're a little overhyped, but I think the Bears are really fucking bad. I know that they looked good against the Lions last week, but the Raiders are a far more complete team than the Lions. I don't think that the Bears... Um, have this same pass rushing capability. So I think um, uh, that the Chargers do rather because the Chargers were all over Derek Carr. And once he gets rattled, he's done. I think that the Raiders are just going to be better this week than they were last. And and I like that the Raiders, I like the Raiders, even if they're coming off um, a diminished rest week. I just, I think that they're going to win this game by at least a touchdown. So Raiders minus five and a half for me. Jeremy? Uh, yeah, I also like the Raiders. Um, yeah, Derek Carr, I can never decide how I want to feel about Derek Carr. He's just such a weird, weird quarterback. But their team has looked very good. Um, I think their defense looks phenomenal. Um, I mean, yeah, they 
before Zach gets on here and said, yeah, Chargers did this and that. Yeah, okay. But they have a really good offense. But the uh, I thought their defense has looked good. I'm going to take the Raiders. Uh, you said minus five and a half, correct? I'm I taking did. a minus five and a half. And I'm also going to take the Bears team total under. I think Justin Fields, young quarterback, if he's even still playing, they might have Andy Dalton out there. Um, but uh, young quarterback, a lot of pressure comes from the Raiders defense. They like to blitz a lot. They send Crosby around the edge and um, whoever their other white linebacker is. I can't remember. Um, but they like to send them hard at the quarterback. I think that's going to fluster him. I'm taking the team total for the Bears under 19 and a half, and I'm taking the Raiders minus five and a half. Okay. Um, all right. We're going to take that under 19 and a half. Cool. Sorry, it took me a minute to find that bet. I have to write it down. Okay, what do we have for you, Zach? All right, well, I cannot just fathom supporting the Raiders. And, I, I, I mean, it obviously my whole mind changes if Andy Dalton's a quarterback this week. But I personally believe if Fields is on the field this week, that Bears cover plus 7.5 at minus 160. And I will take that as my bet for this game. Bears plus 7.5, alt spread. All right. What do we think, um, Jack? Yeah, so it's not a game you love, but the spread's weird too. Uh, Justin Fields, you know, I don't. They they haven't announced the quarterback yet, right? No. Uh, well, um, they said all Matt Nagy said was if Andy Dalton is healthy, he is our number one, and Fields is our yeah. number two. That's what that's what I saw. I mean, as much as you want to see Fields keep playing, I mean, he hasn't been good either. He kind of stinks. I mean, but it's he's a rookie, so he's got some – give him a break. But, I I mean, Andy Dalton didn't look great either when he played. But uh, what is the line again? Because I'm looking at something half. different. Five and a half? Okay, that's On the right one I'm looking at. Already. Yeah, okay. Um, So I think I'm going to go Raiders. Okay. Negative two and a half and alt it down. I I just don't think the Bears are that great. I don't think they have a good enough offense, to, and I think the Raiders are obviously a better overall team. And the Bears' defense is still pretty good, but I, either way, Dalton or Fields, they both haven't looked good, so I don't think... not saying Fields is going to be bad, but right now he's not capable of winning games. Last week, David Montgomery did all the dirty work before he got hurt, you know what I mean? So I, I, I think the Raiders, negative two and a half here is my play. Okay, cool. I got you locked in. Raiders two and a half, alt spread. We have Cleveland Browns, or the Cleveland Browns taking on the Los Angeles Chargers, bolt up. Um, this game, I think, is in Cleveland. I'm pretty sure. No, actually, it's at SoFi. Uh, so never mind. There's a home game for the Chargers. Chargers only one and a half point favorites, so if they're getting that three-point boost for being home, that means the in reality that Vegas thinks that the Browns um, are one and a half point favorites. So, I think that I'm going to go with the Chargers here. I think this could be a trap. I would be very cautious. If you have a strong gut feeling, I would bet on it. But if you don't, stay away. This game could go either way. I just don't think that the Browns have a good receiving situation right now. It seems strange to me. I I don't like it. I don't know what's going on there. Um, OBJ has looked all right, but nothing crazy. He's not 2015 OBJ. Um, Don't be fooled, please. I like the Chargers here to win. They just have such a high-powered offense, and I think that they're a much better team than the Vikings, who who really kind of played the Browns close last week. So I'm going to take Chargers, uh, Chargers money line. 
at minus 120. What do you think, Jeremy? Uh, yeah, I like the Chargers. Um, Justin Herbert, definitely like one of the quarterbacks of the future. Um, their offense has looked good. In all reality, I probably won't be betting this game, and I'll just be watching it for enjoyment purposes, as I do think both teams are good. Um, but I'm going to go with the Browns, okay. only because I think their defense is good. Um, I like Nick Chubb and Cream Hunt and the way they play slow football. I think if they can slow the game down the way they want, that is how they'll beat the Chargers. Now, if they try to match the Chargers and let Baker go out there and sling the ball around a bunch, they're going to get mauled. But if they can stick to their game plan and run the ball with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, I think that could give the Chargers some problems. Okay. You're going to take Brown's money line? Yep. Okay, cool. What do you think, Zach? Uh, any other year I would take the Browns here, but in my opinion, this is a uh, new Chargers team just with the new coaching staff. Uh, they are seem less scared to win games. They'll actually do what it, what it takes to win football games. And like Jeremy is 100% right. If they can get the run game going and not have the ball in Baker Mayfield's hands the whole game, it could be very interesting, and it could be a loss for the Chargers. But I think the Chargers' defense has impressed. They definitely have impressed me, at least, um, as a whole, and the offense has looked great. So I'm going to go alt up, Chargers minus 2.5, plus 100. Okay, cool. Um, Chargers minus 2.5, plus 100. Beautiful. What do you think, Jack? Yeah, I mean, this this has a... Uh... The makings a game of the week, most likely. Uh, the Browns, like Jeremy said, a very s- slow team. I mean, the Chargers can be slow. I mean, you saw Monday night in that second half, they got slowed down, and the Raiders were inching back and almost could have won that game, but uh, the Chargers stuck it out, and um, it was a great win by them. And looking at it, I think I'm going to go Chargers money line. I think they... I think their offense takes it over the top, like Jeremy said with Baker. It's it's he's just they if they can stop the run game, if the Chargers can stop Chubb and Hunt, I think this is not an easy win, but I think it's a pretty it's gonna be a win for the Chargers in general because the Chargers defense has showed up all year too. I mean, no no injuries yet, nothing crazy. I mean, I think that Kenneth Murray, the, their middle linebacker, got hurt, but uh. I think I'm going to roll with Chargers' money line. I just think they look like the better team overall so far. But it wouldn't shock me if the Browns win. Uh, yeah. I just, I'm taking the home field advantage, too. So I'm going to go Chargers' money line. All right, cool. Uh, okay, we have an NFC East matchup with the New York Giants taking on the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, this is a 426 game, 406 for Browns-Chargers. I like the Cowboys to cover 6.5. Their offense is so high-powered. I mean, it looks unstoppable, and it seems like they're switching things around too now. Uh, uh, Zach talked about this this morning in one of our chats. Um, Things are just getting switched around. I don't know if we're going to see the receivers get as many uh, receptions. You know, you you saw Schultz and Jarwin get a touchdown each last week, and I think that we may start to see some more movement um, just up the gut with Pollard and Zeke, as well as some of those um, some of those plays that focus heavily on the tight ends. So I don't know. Uh, I think Cowboys minus six and a half is a fantastic bet. The Giants are not good. I promise they are not good at all. Uh, Danny Dimes will be back. Trayvon Diggs is on the Cowboys. Uh, he has like five interceptions over four games. 
Um, and I think that he could probably catch four interceptions in this game alone. So I'm going to go ahead and take Cowboys minus six and a half. I don't know if you can bet on interceptions like total, but I would take over one and a half. I think that that um, the Cowboys defense is, is all over the Giants here. I just I love Cowboys six and a half. I love it. What do you think, Jeremy? Yeah, I'm in on the Cowboys. Um, I don't know why people think the Giants are good. People think Danny Dimes is good this year just because he's racking up fantasy points running for a bunch of yards because their O-line can't block. Um, And with that being said, if they can't block the Cowboys, they are in some deep, deep trouble there. Um, Trayvon Diggs, maybe the best corner of all time at this point. Like, I don't even know what's going on. He He might have 40 interceptions by the time the season's over. I'm taking the Cowboys minus seven or six and a half, depending on what it's at, depending on what book you use. Give me the Cowboys spread. Giants are getting exposed for being as bad as everyone in the back of their mind knows they are. Okay. So you're going to take the regular Cowboys spread, uh, minus seven? Yeah. Okay. Um, what do you think, Zach? I'm also fine staying on the line at uh, minus seven. I think that Saquon had a good week last week, and this is a divisional game, but the Cowboys are so much better. Their defenses look great. And Trevon Diggs, honestly, could be just another receiver for uh, Daniel Jones this weekend. So Cowboys minus seven. Okay, cool. Is it, uh, Jack? Yeah, I'm going to agree here. I'm going to take the Cowboys on negative seven. Uh, the Giants are not good. I said it last week. Anyway, they won. They beat the Saints, but... I I just think the Cowboys, as much as I hate to say it again, but they look a good team this year. And as long as Dak stays healthy, their defense improves so much. It's actually nuts. Their defense was like top two worst in the league last year. And this year, it's just actually really good. And they've been missing Demarcus Lawrence, too, which is nuts. So uh, I, I think the Cowboys win by more than a touchdown here easily. So I'm going to go negative seven. Okay, beautiful. We have... Uh, San Francisco 49ers versus the Arizona Cardinals next. I'm fucking hammering the shit out of Cardinals minus five and a half. I love it. Cardinals win again. The Niners stink. I don't care if Lance is under center for this game, and it looks like he will be. I do not care. Cardinals minus five and a half. That offense is unbelievable. They have so many options. They are so, so good. This is a Hopkins week where I see him getting two touchdowns and, and, and you know, receiving for 150 yards. I just, I can see it. I can see some bombs. I can see Kyler being all over the place, um, scrambling, throwing. I just, I love this. I think Cardinals minus five and a half is a lock. I'm, I'm all over it. What do you think, Jeremy? Oh, goodness. All right. Well, I don't know why. I'm just like looking at it and my gut's just telling me for some reason the Niners. I know we hate the Niners. We've been hating them all year, but they're finally underdogs. Something about it, like just looking at these lines, is telling me the Niners are going to win. Now, do I recommend taking this pick for anyone that listens? No, but I will be taking the Niners money line just because it has that feeling for me. Okay, that's fair enough. I I mean, look at them. They're plus 205. The odds are fantastic. I can totally understand in terms of betting money. I, I understand why you would take that. I, I think that that's fine. Uh, what do you think, Zach? I I do not like the 49ers, and uh, I'm going to go against my intuition and take them this week, plus five and a half. Okay. I think it's a close divisional game. I think they keep it within a field goal. Kyler has been a fraud f- towards spreads in his career. Last week, he had, I mean, this year in general, he's looked amazing. But uh, I think he goes 5-0 and oh this week, but I think they win by a field goal. So I'll go Niners plus five and a half. Okay, fair enough. Jack, what do you think? 
Yeah, I'm going to go on your side here, Evan, uh, with the negative five and a half for the Cardinals. Um, only undefeated team left, I believe. I think I'm right. Um, yeah. I mean, Kyler, once again, that, that win last week against the Rams was huge for them. And they, they did it right, like, easily, too. Yep. Like, I mean, it, it, it was a blowout, like crazy. And SoFi, too. Anyway, that that stadium's, like, weird. But yeah. still, I mean, there's tons of Rams fans. They're probably all there. Is 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 a great road win, a statement win for the Cardinals, showing they're legit this year. Uh, I think Lance is going to be good. Um, they said Garoppolo has a chance to play this week, which is weird, but I guess Shanahan just hates Lance. Like it's yeah. just clear. I don't know why. And why did you trade up and draft him? I don't. I don't understand. Uh, but I think the Cardinals get it done here. Negative five and a half. I they're just the better overall team. Yes, I agree with Jeremy. Jer Jeremy, sorry. Uh, the Forty ers could win this game outright, but I think the Cardinals get it done. Okay, at home. Beautiful. I'm all over it then. I'm with you. Um, what do we think about Buffalo Bills versus Kansas City Chiefs, ladies and gentlemen? I know where I stand. Um, I think the Chiefs win this game straight up. I love the Bills. I love them dearly. They won me a lot of money last year because people didn't respect them. Uh, they are underdogs here. Chiefs are three-point favorite. I'm taking Chiefs money line at minus 148. I just, I think the Bills defense is sus as fuck. And I think the Chiefs defense stinks too. But I just think that if you consider everything, especially the, uh, the fact that Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen aren't linking up as well as they did last season, I think that the Chiefs just have more chemistry. I think that they're coached better. Not that McDermott's a bad coach. Um, but I just like Chiefs. I like the Chiefs here. I like Chiefs' money line. They're they're not going to drop a ton of games for the rest of the season. They've already fucked it a couple times. So, yeah. I mean, I'm on Chiefs minus 148. I, I love it uh, uh, on the money line. What do you think, Jeremy? Uh, yeah, I'm going to make Cookie proud here, and I'm going to take the this game to be the highest-scoring game of the week. That yeah. is going to be my bet. I know he loves that. So I'm going to be taking that. Um, personally, I won't be betting on either team. At least that's what I say now. Um, but morally, I'm rooting for the Bills. I am too. Don't get me wrong. I want the Bills to win. I just think the Chiefs do down in my in my heart. Um, cool. Highest scoring game of the week. I like that. How about you, Zach? Well, non betting for non betting purposes, I will also be a diehard Bills fan this weekend, hoping for a Chiefs loss, but. Betting, for betting purposes, I will be taking the Chiefs just because the Bills, the offenses that the Bills have had to uh, play against so far, Pittsburgh, Miami, Washington, and Houston, they haven't obviously played an offense anywhere near the caliber of the Chiefs, and I think that they're just going to be too much for them to handle, so I'm going to go Chiefs minus three. Okay, cool. Yeah, and I mean, if we look uh, if we look at the Steelers, right, they, they have a relatively solid offense. Big Ben played all right in that game, and the Bills lost that game. So I think that I think that that's just going to be the case here. I think that's a good way to look at it, Zach. Um, what do you think, Jack? Yeah, uh, I think I'm going to take the over here. Uh, the Bills' defense has looked really good compared to the Chiefs' defense, so that's something to keep in mind. But once again, I mean, the Chiefs' uh, offense with Mahomes and Tyreek and Travis Kelsey. I mean, it's just unstoppable. So obviously they're matchup proof. But the Bills obviously have looked like the better team so far. It's it's gonna be a complete shootout. I mean it should be. If it isn't, that's just crazy. Uh it's probably one of the highest over under total totals you'll see all year, but I'm gonna take the over with Jeremy here. I just I like it. 
you don't I don't want to touch either team. It's just so tough, honestly. It really is. Um, so I'm just gonna ride with the over. It's gonna be a great game to watch. Yeah, I agree. I'm super excited for this one. Okay, that takes us to the very end here. We have the Colts versus the Ravens on Monday Night Football. The Colts are seven and a seven point dog. Ravens open up seven point favorites. Wow. This one's a mess. Um, for betting purposes, I'm going to take the Colts because they're plus 265 on the money line. I think that that value is amazing. I don't like Wentz, but I think that the Colts do have weapons, and I think that every once in a while, Wentz comes out and really, really throws. I think this is one of those games. I just think that it's an all-out assault on the Ravens, who I think are not as good as their record says, to be honest with everybody. Um, I like Colts money line at plus two sixty five. I'm gonna have that locked into a couple different dog parlays. I I really really like that. I don't know what it is. Um, so go ahead, Jeremy. Yeah, I'm gonna do a little same game teaser action here. Um, so all the Colts games, I was just taking a look at their scores this year. All of them have been under well under fifty points, except for when they play the Rams, which makes sense because the Rams are very good. Um, I'm going to do a little same game teaser and I'm going to go under 52 and a half and Colts plus 14. I do think the Colts have a chance to win the game, but plus 14 gives me a lot of room if they decide that uh, Carson Wentz wants to suck. Um, so give me a little same game teaser of under 52 and a half Colts plus 14. Okay. I got you in on that. I like that too. Uh, what do you think, Zach? I think the Colts are one of the harder teams to read so far this year because even though I obviously don't like Carson Wentz, I don't think he's good. They were still a playoff team last year, and I thought quarterback wasn't necessarily their issue. Well, it was their issue, I'm sorry. So I thought they would be more competitive than they are than they have been this year. And uh, I think I'm going to ride with you guys, actually, and go alternate Colts plus 10.5, and, and I'm going to ride with Jeremy on the under. And I'm going to keep it at the normal line at 46.5. Okay, so you're going to go under 46. All right, cool. Awesome. Uh, what do you think, Jack? Yeah, like Zach said, the Colts are a team to read. Like they're a hard team to read this year because they opened up with three really good teams to play. And you know what? They played them all hard. It was close. Couldn't get the, couldn't get the W, though. Um, it's kind of, the team's kind of underachieving. I mean, Wentz, obviously, we knew, we thought he'd be better than Phillip Rivers. I mean, he, I, it's hard to say right now, but they have a lot of injuries too, so that's that's killing them. I think I'm going to go Raven spread here. I just don't think the Colts are that great, but I, I just, I don't like the over-under either. I don't want to touch it because it could be low scoring, and then, again, it could get out of hand a little bit possibly. But I'm going to end it off here with the Ravens spread. I just, I like it a lot. Okay. All right. We're going to take Ravens minus seven for you. That's crazy. All right. Uh, okay. That's everything. We're going to give you our locks of the week. Gentlemen, are you ready for that or no? Yes. Okay. Go ahead, Zach. Uh, I'm not. This, I promise this is not a biased pick, but my lock of the week is Chargers minus one and a half. Okay, awesome. Uh, what are the odds on that? Can you give me that? Uh, the odds for minus one and a half are minus one ten. Okay, awesome. Uh, Jack. Uh, I don't know what the odds are, but mine is 
Falcons money line and Calvin Ridley touchdown. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I mean, you hit that last week. Yeah, I um, like it. I, I just don't think the Jets are going to get it done. I would I imagine. Falcons, yeah. I would imagine you're going to be around plus 200 on that, Jack. Yeah, it's probably around plus 200-ish. It's usually yeah. what it is when it's like negative three. I like that. Um, my lock of the week is Packers minus six and a half at plus. Where was that? Let me pull that up for you guys quickly. Plus 150. So that's my lock of the week. I absolutely adore that. I'm, I'm all over it. So that's where I am for that. And Jeremy, you went last week last. I'm going to let you go last again this week. What do you think? All right. I'm going to give us two, actually, and I know I'm going to regret both of them. Um, But first lock, Titans minus four and a half okay. against the Jaguars. Um, that one should be easy, but you know, you know how the Titans go. And then the second one is still dependent on Teddy B's status. If Drew Locke is the quarterback, please, I'm begging you all to take the Steelers. Drew Locke is so bad at football. It's unbelievable. So those are the two I'm giving you, Titans and Steelers. Okay, so Steelers minus one and a half is minus 105. And Titans minus four and a half, we have at minus one. All right, everybody. That is all we have for you this week. This one ran an hour and 10 minutes, roughly. Thank you for tuning in. Um, we will be back next week. I don't know if everybody will be on or if it'll be less or more or what, but we will certainly be back next week. I'm wishing you all the very best of luck this uh, this week with, with gambling because these lines kind of stink. Uh, we all kind of seem to see the board pretty clearly, though. There wasn't a lot of deliberation, so it could be a good sign or it could be a really bad sign. We'll have to see. Thank you guys for joining me. I appreciate it, as always. Um, and I will see everybody next week. All right? Everybody take care. Yes, thanks for having me. Thanks. thanks for having me. You see got you it, guys. Week. See ya.